attention, attention all personnel, it's MASHCAST! Hello and welcome to MASHCAST, the show that analyzes and celebrates, one episode at a time, the greatest TV series of all time, MASH, which ran on CBS from 1972 to 1983. Proud member of the Fire and Water Podcast Network, I'm your host, Corporal Captain Rob Kelly, and joining us once again in the VIP tent is Sergeant Major Sean Myers. Hi Sean, welcome back. At ease, Kelly. <laughs> yeah, yes, sir. Uh, we're here to talk about Season 1, Episode 14, Love Story. Uh, original air date, uh, June, uh, June, January 7th, 1973, written by Lawrence Marks and directed by Earl Bellamy. Now, Sean, uh, before we get into the, the, the plot description of this one, like, I'm gonna ask, why did you want to talk about this one? I like this episode because um, this is a perfect exam- example of, you know, you can love a show and a show will have its highs and its lows and its midpoints. And I think this is a perfectly acceptable midpoint episode. Like, nothing great happens, nothing super memorable happens, there are some laughs, but it's, it's you know, not a terrific episode that gets on the top ten list, but it's not one of those episodes where you roll your eyes. It's just a great, like, you know, regular episode. I would agree with all of that, and we'll, we'll get to all that in a moment. And, of course, since Sean uh, was on the show before, we've already talked about uh, your history with Matt. So we'll get right to the plot of Love Story. And so the episode app opens with her radar is acting very strangely. He doesn't have any appetite, ironic, since he's the only one who can stand the food. He doesn't want to kid around, and has even begun to screw up his clerking duties. This is serious. Hawkeye and Trapper ask what's wrong, and Ritter's answer is in the form of a forty-five record. They play it, and we hear the voice of Radar's girlfriend who announces she's breaking up with him and marrying his best friend, Elroy Dimple. Great name. Hawkeye and Trapper try to cheer Radar up and even try to get one of the 477's nurses to go out with him, but no luck. He only perks up when the new nurse arrives, Lieutenant Anderson, Kelly Jean Peters. It's love at first sight. Hawkeye introduces himself to Lieutenant Anderson, trying to find out more about her. She's very sophisticated, arriving to the unit with her classical records and copies of Plato's Republic and the fall of the Roman Empire. Hawkeye realizes Radar has his work cut out for him. In preparation, Hawkeye and Trapper teach Radar some quick, easily remembered phrases that sound smart but but mean nothing out of context, like, that's highly significant, ah, Bach, (laughs) and I consider that horse and buggy thinking. Radar is able to fake it enough to temporarily fool Lieutenant Anderson, and a tiny little romance begins to blossom. For some reason, Hot Lips takes offense at this and demands Henry break them up. It's not regulation for officers and enlisted to engage in personal relationships. Henry is nonplussed and is secretly supportive of Hawkeye and Trapper's plan to inflict a little romantic longing between Frank and Hot Lips. After weeks of keeping them apart, Frank and Hot Lips begin to go nuts. Finally, one night when Frank sneaks into Hot Lips' tent, he finds Hawkeye and Trapper in her bed. Hot Lips walks in and is equally furious. She wants to know why they're doing this, and they tell them that they have to back off Radar and Lieutenant Anderson. After initially refusing, they buckle when Hawkeye and Trapper are ready ready to stay in her bed all night. The episode ends with Radar and Lieutenant Anderson sharing a meal in the mess tent. She is going on and on, and when Hawkeye and Trapper sit down, they find Radar dozing off. When they wake him up, the first thing he can think of to say is, Ah, Bach. And that is the end of Love Story. So, I'm going to see what you think about this, Sean. My, I, I agree with you. I think this is a perfectly fine episode, not a particularly great one. I like that it's a Radar-centric episode. Like, this is really his Gary Berger's first chance to kind of have an episode devoted to to him. Which is nice. I mean, when you think about the previous episode, Edwina, they gave a focus to a guest star. 
uh, you know, not even one of the main cast members. But here, Gary Berghoff gets a chance to shine. But my main problem with this episode is the the romance between him and Lieutenant Anderson is doomed from the start. And I always feel like, why are they wasting their time? Because this this relationship is never going to work, even in the short term, let alone the long term. It's funny. On the first time I watched the episode in preparation for the show, I did think, oh, my God, what am I going to talk about with this episode? <laughs> now, on the second episode, I mean, the second viewing, I was able to fill up my note page with a lot of notes. Um, and it's funny because the first time I watch, I'm like, yeah, why, why are they even trying to set them up? Because nothing's going to happen to this. But then I do kind of remember when I was younger and I would listen to guys talk about stuff that I had no idea or not care about at all just to get them into well, – um, to spend time with them. <laughs> so mm-hmm. I thought, why? Well, yeah, I guess I can kind of understand that. Like, you know, he just broke up with his fiance, which is odd. Um, so he's definitely from a place of longing and hurting and wanting. So, so I can kind of get why he would want to couple up with someone even if she was – out of his league or way above him mentally. I guess. I mean, I I, know, I think part of it, maybe my problem is is uh, the way Lieutenant uh, Lieutenant is written. Lieutenant Anderson is written by played by Kelly Jean Peters, who by the way was in movies like The Great Waldo Pepper, Little Big Man. She was in Quincy, Cagney and Lacey, L.A. Law. She played the original Gloria in the first All in the Family pilot. Wow. Uh, which which yeah, which got recast. With a different, she played um, she played Gloria, and a different actor played uh, Meathead, and then they recast the pilot with uh, with uh, Sally Struthers and uh, Rob Reiner, and the, the, the history was made. So she she came close to immortality, but not quite. She hasn't been in anything since two thousand one. I guess part of it is the way that Kelly Jean Peters plays the part is that I find Lieutenant Anderson a drip. Like to me, she's pretentious. She's snotty. She's she's kind of nasty to Hawkeye for no good reason. And so I just don't find her terribly pleasant. I mean, I guess Radar is just kind of on the rebound a little, and it it, it doesn't have a lot of uh, – there's not a lot of common sense in the relationship. It's just kind of a rebound thing. But but nevertheless, I just find her to be not somebody terribly appealing. So it's hard for me to root really hard for them to get Radar together with her. I can see how it could be read that way. Um, I definitely took it more um, – she's just a little bit maybe socially awkward – where, that's true. That guy maybe maybe I'm being a little harsh. That's true. She's she's new to the unit, so she may be kind of you know a little little standoffish because she's just new there. And I also think from her interaction with Hawkeye when he's giving her the wine, I think she's been hit on by a lot of Lotharios. That kind of that kind of interaction with guys. That's true. She I think she even mentions that he has a reputation. People have heard of of, of Hawkeye. So yeah, I guess that it could be that too. Um, I find it very interesting that uh, the first of all the record, the phonograph record, which is a fun idea. Mm-hmm. That, uh, that and this was something that you know technology had just started happening, where you could make your own personal records in the booth. It's I find it very interesting that Linda Sue calls Radar Radar. How would she know to call him Radar? That's his four seven seventh nickname. He they gave him that at the four seven seventh. Why would she call him that? Why wouldn't she call him by his name Walter, which they had not created at this point? But it's just sort of funny that she calls him Radar. How would she know that that's his name? That's true. I never thought about that, but I mean, I guess he probably had this sense back home on the farm in the tumble. I guess. 
Right, but I mean, but they, I think they established in a previous episode that they called him Radar. Like, they gave him the nickname at the 47. And maybe he, maybe he incorporated that name so much that he signs his name to that at Letters Home or something. Uh, I don't know. That's, that's definitely true. And it is, it is weird how, um, with a new TV show, you don't know all the characters, you don't know their backstory. But for this episode where we find out that he's been engaged, because yeah. Linda Seuss says, we're in, you know, because we're engaged, I want you to the first person to know I'm leaving you. That like struck me really odd because I've never heard him talk about a girlfriend or being engaged or anything like that in the previous history. Yeah, this is definitely still the more movie radar who is not quite a babe in the woods. I mean, later on, we, they talk about where he says that he's a virgin. Uh, so, uh, and you know, when, uh, when he gets, uh, attacked by that one nurse played by Mary Kay place in, in the mm. episode springtime, he seems totally ill at ease to, in dealing with women. And in later episodes, I mean, even in later this season, he's awkward about asking a girl out on a date and yet he's got a, a fiance. So yeah, they were still kind of figuring out this character in the beginning. I found it interesting in that scene though, in the swamp where he's sitting there and he gives him the record. The director of this episode, Earl Bellamy, kind of goes for an ambitious shot, which is – MASH was hard to do, uh, do anything really ambitious-wise. But like when we see the three of them sitting on the cots, yep. uh, it's a down shot. Like the camera is way up in the in the, the rafters pointing down at the three actors. We kind of see the top of their heads. That's a very unusual shot for MASH, probably complicated. He had to pull the top of the roof off the tent. But, I mean, that's, that's Earl Bellamy trying to go for something a little ambitious, which you wouldn't see very much on this show. Well, I think it's double odd because you do have that angle, which I'd never seen mashed before or after try. And the lighting in the swamp is the brightest light I've ever seen on any mash episode. <laughs> like that lighting is, I was thinking, is it the lighting? Is it the film stock? What is going on with this? Yeah, they were. I guess they were trying different things. Earl Bellamy, I had to look him up because I was sort of curious as to about what his other credits were. And he did this and another MASH, uh, Ceasefire, which actually, when we get to it, has another very interesting camera move. One of the few other interesting camera moves in, in all of MASH's history. So I guess Earl Bellamy was trying to bring some visual life to a, what could be a very drab show. Uh, he directed episodes of The Lineup. Lone Ranger, about her father, Andy Griffith, Get Smart, Mod Squad, Medical Center, ISIS, oh my gosh. Fantasy Island, Trapper John. He, According to IMDb, he has directed over 1,600 <laughs> television episodes. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I don't even understand how you could do that, but I didn't even have time for that. And he also directed the TV movie The Castaways of Gilligan's Island. So uh, <laughs> he's been he's gone all over the place. But, yeah, he really tried some, some ambitious uh, stuff here. I mentioned this episode was written by Lawrence Marks, who wrote a lot of great mashes. Um, there are some interesting other uh, things here that, that I always kind of wonder about when I rewatch these shows. Is there's a scene in the x-ray room where they give Radar an x-ray and, mm. and he uh, Hawkeye is fiddling around with one of the nurses. I have never been able to figure out, after, after watching MASH for a thousand years, and I've seen every episode a thousand times, where is the x-ray room? I can never quite figure out where in relation to any of the other the rooms in the in the operating. There's the OR. There's post op. I understand. I understand. There's the scrub room, and I know that the scrub room where you can turn from the scrub room into the operating. But I can never figure out where the X-ray room is. You never see where the actors come from any other source. They're just in the X-ray room, and I've never been able to figure it out. Well, that's why it's a mobile 
army surgical hospital because they're moving, so. moving it on you. Yeah, there you go. Exactly. They have all the x-ray equipment and they just put it together and it's a prefab x-ray. It's like, one of, it's like a pop-up shop. You know, right. it's, it's an x-ray room. So, but uh, yeah, I mean, this is, like I said, it's, it's a cute episode. Uh, it's funny to, I think we've all been there where we've tried to impress someone that we want to romant, get romantically interested in us. And we, get above our skis a little and try and, you know, I wouldn't, I haven't gone as far as radar has and trying to, uh, you know, get into classical music or read the fall of the Roman empire. But I mean, it's, it's relatable. And it's funny in the previous episode, Edwina, I talked about how that episode is a character piece, not a Hawkeye, Tra- Hawkeye and Trapper pulling a scam. Mm-hmm. And this is a combination. This is Hawkeye and Trapper pulling a scam sort of, uh, but also a character piece. It's a character piece for Radar, but it's also them getting in the way of Hawk of uh, Hot Lips and and Frank, but for a good cause. And so it's it's kind of a combo of the episodes they were they were doing to this point. And th- this is one of the better episodes where I do love the hijinks, like the whole series of uh, episodes where they separate. Uh, Frank and Hot Lips. I just think every single one is genuinely funny, and I did laugh even the second time watching it. Hmm. Yeah, it's it's cute. I like the scene with um, Trapper when he's trying to talk the one nurse into dating Radar, and he's like, he's like, I'll get him to take off his wool cap, and I'll even get him to clean his glasses. Like he's 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 trying to compliment Radar, but he's making it worse as he goes on. And he's making him sound really unappealing. And by the way, that that actress playing that nurse is um, Indira. Danks, Indira Danks, whose name was, I don't know, I guess it's her real name, is Stefiana Christofferson. She was the, oh, wow. uh, which is a hell of a handle, Stefaniana, Stefanana, I can't even say it, but she was the original Daphne on Scooby-Doo for the first season. She was the original Daphne. Now, why she has two completely different names, I have no idea, but that's her main main claim to fame, and this is her only appearance on MASH, but I, I do like that scene where, where I think it's very funny of just Trapper doing his best to talk this girl into dating Radar. That's great. Um, I love that you do the research of Six Degrees of MASH, because mm-hmm. I never would have known that there's a Scooby-Doo connection. Yeah, there you go. There's a, well, I mean, later on, the Velma will be one of the regular nurses on on Mash. So yeah, there's a lot, there's more crossover than than you might expect. Um, there's an interesting moment, and it's probably a mistake um, in there where they they say, uh, "Hey, uh, Hot Lips, you're uh, excuse me, Margaret, you're needed in post op." And so she runs over and she talks to this this guy. And uh, by the way, the, the actor is named Jerry Harper. He plays this. She says, "What is it, Sergeant?" And he's like, uh, "We don't have any emergency here, Major." And he's a sergeant, but he's got a lab coat on. He can't be a sergeant. Anyone who is a medical officer is an immediately named a lieutenant. Uh, so there is no way that he could be a sergeant and be actually on duty. The way he's sitting there, you get the sense that he is actually on duty at post-op. But, uh, but this is a, a minor little mistake. He would appear again in season two uh, in the, uh, the episode The Incubator. And then the one other minor mistake, and this is something that MASH would do a lot, is when the new nurses arrive – Margaret walks up to them and salutes them, which she would not do. She is the superior officer. They, they salute her first. Yeah. So, wow. Again, e- pretty, pretty minor stuff. Well, you know, because I mean, like plot wise, there's not a whole lot to say about this one, really. You know, and it's just it's it's fun to watch them try so hard to get Radar to be interesting to this girl, and and the final scene where she's kind of going on and on about the the Roman Empire or whatever, and she's not even noticing that Radar has fallen asleep. I get the sense that. 
again, she sort of enjoys hearing her own voice. Mm-hmm. She's not paying attention and Raider's not listening. Definitely, yes, yes. Yeah, it's a said it's it's a cute show. Uh, I've mentioned in, in I think we even talked about for Germ Warfare, the one you were on, mm-hmm. where I don't understand how um they can how the guys can keep pranking Hot Lips from having rendezvous because Hot Lips lives alone, unless of course you buy into the theory that they enjoy having sort of sex in public or in quote unquote unapproved places, right? And that's what that's what gets them excited, and that's how you could stop them. But otherwise, they would just have sex at Hot, Hot Lips is ten all the time. Why not just be there? <laughs> well, it's funny because I do think this is a mid level episode, but. Um, you always talk about like, what's your favorite joke line. I actually have four different lines that I think were great in this episode. Um, and the first one isn't really funny. I just thought it was more cute and sentimental, I guess. When, um, when radar first sees the Lieutenant and he, you know, falls in love, he says, talk, he says, talk, I Hawkeye, she's beautiful. And he says, yeah, I know. I heard the violins. <laughs> I just think that's so cute. Like, it's like, Oh, they're very sweet. Hawkeye and Trapper is so sweet to Radar. Even I like when he's uh, when Radar says, "I struck out in the World Series of Love," and Hawkeye's like, "Just be sad. Don't try and write, <laughs> Radar. Don't try and be clever." But yeah, I mean, I I love the line where he says to to Margaret, "Let them enjoy." Mm. That is, that's very sweet. It's like, look, we're all doing, we're all just trying to get through this miserable experience, and yeah, this won't last. But why do you care? But of course, Frank and Hot Lips are terrible busybodies. So they they have to get involved in this, and I love Henry's thing about, uh, you know, I didn't I didn't hear that, uh, where where where, says, mm-hmm. uh, where where Hawkeye says, you know, how, how if we interrupted the Frank and Holland, they wouldn't like it either. And Henry's like, I didn't hear that, and then he's quietly like, Can you do it? And I love that he gives them their tacit approval. It's fantastic. <laughs> the one the one line I was surprised, and it kind of went by me the first time, and the second time, uh, I was shocked at it actually when. Uh, Houlihan says to uh, Hawkeye, the next time I see you, you better salute me. And he says something about like, oh, I'll see you in the women's shower. Right. And at first I thought, oh, you know, it's like a salute. And then I'm thinking, is that actually like a different kind of salute? I, yeah. You know, I wondered about that myself because we, yeah, I don't know. (laughs) I don't know whether that's a dirtier joke than than maybe uh, people think it was. I don't, <laughs> I don't know. The first time I watched it, because I watched my first episode on Friday, and it just went by me. And then watching it this morning, I thought, wait a minute. Is that what that is supposed to be? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Matt, if you're a good, you know, a lot of people say if you're a really good writer, you can slip stuff by that it's the kind of, it's a subtle enough joke that if you are the kind of person that will be offended by it, you don't get offended because you didn't get it. Yeah. And if you're the kind of person who gets it, you're not offended by it. So it's, it's that kind of it's that kind of joke. Um, I like that um, we have uh, we have Henry giving another lecture. Uh, he's constantly giving lectures here with everybody. He's always getting everybody together to to give speeches or, or give you know very boring lectures about stuff that you don't want to hear about, which is it's sort of cute. And I like that he describes Radar as the prepubescent corporal, nearsighted with six toes on each foot, <laughs> <laughs> making Radar sound like a real freak. <laughs> Um, getting back to uh, Trapper and Hawkeye with Radar, it really feels like a big brother relationship. Yeah. Because, yeah. because they take jabs at him. They kind of you know kid him. They kind of make fun. But they definitely have his best interests at heart. Yes. 
Yeah, they want him to be happy. You know, they 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 really they like him. He's good at his job. I mean, obviously, if there's a moment where Radar is bad at his job, things have gotten pretty pretty serious because we talk about what a what a good clerk he is, and then he's starting to slip. But yeah, no, it is very it's 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 they've done this a bunch of times where it's. Hawkeye and Trapper are being kind of jerks, but they're being jerks for the right reason, and so you're on their side. Right. Because right. there is no reason for Hot Lips and Frank to get involved in it other than that they are just assholes, basically, and they just want to make everybody miserable. So it's fun to watch them get, get uh, you know, to, to get the, their comeuppance again. And I love the whole sequence of them in the bed. Of the, I like when, <laughs> when Margaret shows up and she sees them. Loretta Sweat lets out, like, this little – it's not even a word. It's just kind of this – grunt of frustration where she sees him she's like what are you doing in my bed it's it's nonverbal, and i have to think that that's loretta swit that's not written that's just something the actress put in there of just she's just so pissed off at these guys that they won't leave her alone i did like that that was a great great touch yeah, I like that. By the way, I was I'm watching the episode here as we're talking, and I noticed that in the uh, the mess tent when we have the scene of Hot Lips and 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 Frank, you know, watching from afar and not not uh, not not being happy with what's going on. There's actually like a napkin dispenser sitting on the table, like it like you'd get at a McDonald's or something. I'm like, wow, the mess tent was pretty fancy in the early days. <laughs> that really was. Yeah. You can't imagine that they're gonna cart that stuff around. Yeah, I mean, like, right, all the condiment dispensers. I mean, good lord. So, but uh, so anyway, I think I think that's it. I don't have much else to say about Love Story. Like I said, it's it's a cute episode. We of course never see Lieutenant Anderson again. Yeah, and uh, the, this actress never reappeared on Match. So this is just kind of a one off. We'll never hear about it again. We'll we'll never. I, I'm sure that in the loose history of Mash, Radar was never engaged. You know that that's right, just right. sort of forgotten by the mists of time. Uh, I have to say, I I really do want to punch Elroy Fimple <laughs> for 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 getting with a woman whose whose ostensible boyfriend slash fiance is off serving at war. Like what a what a jerk! You know, I mean, the, the, he's off serving his country. You're back there, and you're getting with his girl. That's 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 not a very nice thing. I hope uh, Radar got home and, and punched Elroy in the face when he gets back to Atuma. Well, it's a little bit unfair because. If you were watching this from the beginning, you didn't know that this happened. But the saving grace for me is I just think about uh, the episode Goodbye, Goodbye Radar where he meets the person at the – I think it's the train station. And they right, yeah. Conversation. yeah. She's, like, she's I, from like the next town over or whatever. I, I took great comfort in knowing that was going to happen when Radar was going through this. It's a little unfair, but <laughs> – It only takes eight years, but you know he does love again. So. Right, yeah. Like, so, <laughs> so, well, he said that that is love story. That's uh, episode uh, fourteen of season one. So, Sean, thank you once again for coming back on, man. I always enjoy talking to you, and I I appreciate you coming back on so soon. Thanks a lot, Kelly. <laughs> thank you, sir. So, uh, thanks everybody for listening. Of course, you can find back episodes of the show and leave comments over on our website, fireandwaterpodcast.com. And we're always talking MASH over on Twitter, which is at MASH477Cast. And I want to remind everybody just check the show out on Hulu. We've been going back and watching all the episodes, it's been super fun. But, you know, the only way Hulu will know that MASH is uh, worth keeping, because, of course, as we know on these these platforms, they things disappear, is if you watch them. So make sure you watch MASH on Hulu and let Hulu know that you're enjoying uh, MASH over there. And it's great that they that they have it, have all the episodes to, to watch. So uh, thanks, everybody, for listening. And until next week, that is all.
But stop it. Do I hear an uncle? Uncle! No calls to General Clayton? No more calls to General Clayton. And you'll stay off Henry's back? Ooh, I'll get off Henry's back. Fine. Now, there's just one more thing. What? Who is this man in bed with me? Oh! You don't know me. I followed you home from the movies. <laughs>